For tonight's Unified Bank Profile, we look at the opposition. We're probably going to know this team as well as this guy does as we see the Indy Fuel 10 of our first 20 games. This is their broadcaster, Andrew Smith. And Andrew, uh, it's been kind of a friendly rivalry for the first few years of the two teams, but I think we're going to see things ramp up just a little bit this year. What do you think? Yeah, just a little bit. Right now, the only two teams in the division that are playing in the ECHL season to start. And so we're going to see a lot of each other, obviously, as you mentioned, 10 times in the first 20 games that we know, and then four consecutive. And so a little bit of snarl that we'll see. And of course, we saw that last week with the fight uh, involving a drobot right at the beginning of the uh, right at the beginning of the game. But it's going to be uh, one of those things where as players get to know each other a little bit better, hostilities will uh, boil up and it also means that each team's going to know each other's tendencies really well so it usually leads to some really really good hockey games as the two teams will punch and counter punch and uh, know each other as well as they know themselves here by the middle of February for sure. Indy came into the league in 2014 it always fascinates me to watch how a team is able to build and almost become ad legitimacy and Indy the last two years in particular since Doug Christensen has been here it seems to me from an outsider has really taken that next step into trying to make itself into a contender in this central division. What do you see differently from Doug compared to what you saw from the coaches before? I think with Doug, he has a really good grasp of not just the ECHL, but of really all levels of hockey. He's a player's coach. For him, I think the recruiting has been a a big difference. The caliber of player that he has brought in, and that certainly is not uh, looking down at Scott Hillman or Bernie John, but I think because of Doug's connections in Europe and in the United States Hockey League, as well as uh, the success he had in Manchester, that has led to him being able to use those connections to bring in players. Last year's core, really a lot of those guys played for him in Manchester the year before. They were familiar with him. And then he was very shrewd at adding pieces that make the team better without really giving up too much from the roster. Uh, Last year, getting a Cliff Watson during the season or an Alex Router, who Mailers fans are very familiar with, or uh, Ryan Van Strahlen, who played for the Fuel last year, all filled specific roles and made the team better. And that provided a core for this year. And so far, it's a 3-0 start for the Fuel, so a solid start to the year. But I think it was really somebody with a lot of connections throughout the league, somebody that players really, really enjoy enjoy playing for and as a result this uh, team was clearly en route to making a playoff spot last year and had from Thanksgiving forward one of the best records in the league before it was shut down and has had a good start to this season with a lot of the same core coming back from last year and I think that has also been a key is that with Scott Hillman he was starting with an expansion team and essentially starting anew so picking up a lot of guys from the old Central Hockey League and of course that was the year as well that the CHL teams joined the ECHL, but that was not known when the Fuel were coming into existence. And then uh, Bernie John took over, and it took him really a year or two to just get used to the league. And in year two, there was a playoff team, but then uh, in year three, they just missed the playoffs and in kind of a, a fight to, for that last playoff spot with the Nailers and the K-Wings. But And so I think really what has been the big change is just player recruitment uh, and Doug really knowing the league very well and thus being able to just get not just a slightly deeper team put together, but also a team that really fits very, very well together. 
a 3-0 and start, as you mentioned, and three one-goal games. And last year watching Indy, it seemed like there was a lot of hard work, and that was how they were able to finish games. What do you see as being one of the reasons why Doug is able to have the success with the team on the ice? I think hard work is a big key, but they're very structured in the defensive zone. It's very free in the offensive zone. And the one thing, too, is they're generally relentless. And last year, one of the big bugaboos for the fuel, and it was something that happened on the second weekend of the year in Wheeling, where the Nailers scored two goals in the last 30 seconds of games and regulation to win, was that the fuel lost a lot of games in the last five minutes last year. And this year, it's kind of turned around, um, where an overtime win in Kansas City where they had to rally from uh, some early deficits. And in uh, opening night, they trailed pretty much throughout the game and emptied the kitchen sink with a goaltender pulled. Then finally, with nine seconds left, tied the game and uh, were able to uh, win that one in a shootout. But I think it's it's that. It's attention to detail in your own zone, and it's giving guys some freedom in the offensive zone to do their thing. And one thing we're seeing with just 13 teams in the league this year throughout the league is the games have been a lot closer, a lot tighter checking. I think you're going to see a lot more low scoring, three to two, four to three, you know, games, one goal games and overtime games, just because number one, the talent level in the league just across the league is so much better. And number two, because the teams are going to know each other so well by the end of the season. And we've seen that uh, already in the first three games for the fuel. McGrath and Router are the two names that we know very well here. You guys are going to fall in love with McGrath. I know your fans well. But for Alex Router, he was a player who bounced around a little bit at the start of his career. How much is he really settling in to Indy in his success both as a player and as a leader as he has an A on his jersey this year? Yeah, he's uh, certainly one of the leaders. And one thing Doug Christensen tries to do and has made no bones about it is that he tries to bring in players who are leaders. And a lot of the guys on this roster wore a letter in junior or wore a letter in college. The one thing about Alex Router is that when he was acquired midseason in a trade from Rapid City last year, he fit in immediately and was essentially a point-of-game player for the first month or so of the fuel. And even uh, with that, had a a really solid season, 20 points in 27 games since coming over, but plays in all situations. Uh, He plays center, he can play wing, and he really is well-liked in the room. And kind of a quiet leader, but somebody who really can just do a little bit of everything on the ice and as a result fit in very well with this team last year. And sometimes it's just about getting the right fit. And he really blossomed uh, here in Indian. And not sure if that was line mates, if that was just good fit with the system or just a a change of scenery, but he has really uh, embraced being an Indy and embraced the time with the fuel and certainly emerged as a leader with this team. Very good. Andrew, I always appreciate a few minutes of your time. Enjoy what is going to be this fantastic Central Division rivalry with Wheeling and Indy, and hopefully we'll get a chance to see each other at the arenas real soon. Looking forward to it, DJ. Thank you. That was Indy Fuel broadcaster Andrew Smith on our Unified Bank profile. More of the Intermission Report continues on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank.